to Looking for Love and More, and I'm your host, Dr. Lori Buckley. And I'm Melanie, Lori's co-host. Hello there, Melanie. Good morning, Lori. And hello there, listeners. We're happy to be here today, and today we are going to be talking about deal breakers. What's a deal breaker for you? If you are going out with a guy or a girl and there is a quality or something that they do or something that they say where you know I am not going to continue seeing this person next, it is definitely an absolute deal breaker. Do you have those and do you know what they are? So I think, and you probably recommend that we each have our list of deal breakers and must-haves before we, we even go out into the field. Yes. So I do have my little list, and we'll go into that in a little while when we talk more about deal breakers. Yes. Well, we're talking about them now, and I am curious to hear your list. Look, and I can talk about deal breakers that I think would be good for everybody. Like mm-hmm. there are just certain things that if you see this, you probably want to end it. But I think most of the time they're very subjective. Uh, my mm-hmm. deal breaker may not be your deal breaker. For me, and this may sound superficial, but I got to tell you, bad teeth, <laughs> deal breaker for me. <laughs> I just, I can't, right. I, I can't imagine myself kissing somebody who has bad bad teeth. In other words, maybe they're decayed or they're really stained. Crooked, I don't mind. I actually like crooked. I think Mm -hmm. it's kind of cute. But when it's not clean or there's bad breath, those kinds of things for me, I I can't overlook it. I just can't. Mm -hmm. Now, I suppose if they're great in most areas or all other areas, but they had bad teeth, we could possibly suggest going to a dentist. I mean, there -hmm. there are things that are fixable about your teeth, right? Or your breath. But for me, that would be a deal breaker. What about for you? So for me, one of my must-haves is that um, the person be health conscious. So if I'm with somebody who doesn't take care of his body, who eats poorly, that kind of thing. And that's a little bit of a deal breaker for me because I don't want to have to be a mom and say, hey, you shouldn't be eating those uh, Fritos. Let's have celery instead. I I don't want to be that person. I would need to accept a person when I'm in a partnership or or dating. Mm -hmm. And if that's something that I can't accept, I I just don't think that would work for me. And then there's a continuum, right? So for me, I also really need somebody who is health conscious to a point. So I want them to be in, you know, decent shape, not terribly overweight. If they have to lose five or 10 pounds, I'm, I can deal with that. I actually like a little bit of a man bod. Uh, <laughs> what can I say? Yes. I also wouldn't want to be with somebody who's fanatical about what they eat. Like they True. can't enjoy True. a French fry yep. or whatever, or a piece of pizza. So that to me, like if somebody is vegan and, right. you know, just really fanatical. I mean, mm-hmm. look at if they're vegan, but, you know, they can also enjoy a little indulgence every now and again, vegan-ish. Mm-hmm. But I really do enjoy food and being adventurous and being able to try different things and do different things. So health conscious 80% of the time, perhaps. So if they're fanatical in any way, or they work out every single day for hours, you know, they have like zero fat on their body. Like to me, that wouldn't work. You know, I'm with you. I'm with you on that. I don't know that I would want to be with someone that fanatical either. But another deal breaker for me is an opposition of political 
perspective. Yes. That is really, really difficult. I need, I am a very liberal, liberal person. I have my reasons for being this way, especially as a woman of this era. And I'm with, if I'm with somebody who's conservative and doesn't believe in women's rights and doesn't believe in this or that, forget about it, forget about it. You know, and also I wonder, this is interesting because what, you know, we have our deal breakers. Sometimes I wonder if our must-haves are so obvious and we put that energy out there. So we're attracting people who are like us and we don't even attract people who are not like us. So I mean, that's generally true, but not always. You know, sometimes Mm -hmm. you just have some kind of chemistry and you find somebody very attractive. This might be organically or online and there's something there. And as you get to know them, things start coming out. Mm-hmm. And it, it could be political beliefs. Maybe that just was never even spoken about. But yeah, I mean, th- there's something to like attracts like. I definitely believe in that. Uh, sometimes things come out that you weren't aware of. Being really clear about your your must-haves, your requirements, your needs versus your wants, that is a really important thing when you're dating. And I was saying before that there's some things that I think should be deal breakers for everyone. I'm, you know, look, at there's always some variance for here. I'm generalizing, but look at if somebody is treating you badly in any way, they're putting you down or they put other people down or they're abusive emotionally, certainly physically, I'm going to say deal breaker. This is yes. not a subjective thing. Yeah. And we find ourselves often, I like to use the example of the frog in the pot, right? So if we are a frog that is put, or we put a frog in a cool pot of water and we turn the heat, what ends up happening is before you know it, the frog ends up dying. He gets boiled to death, but he doesn't recognize it because it's very slow and steady. And that happens in a lot of abusive relationships. Abusers can be extremely charming and they lock you in and they start subtly putting you down, you know, very kind of covertly. It's very subtle. And before you know it, you are in that pot of boiling water, as opposed to the frog who you put, you put the frog into a pot of boiling water, he's going to jump out. And it doesn't often work that way. So we do need to really pay attention. If we find ourselves feeling bad about ourselves when we're with somebody, that's a sign. That's a deal breaker. Mm -hmm. And again, I'm going to say that is across the board. Things to be aware of. Don't allow yourself to be treated badly in any way. People allow themselves to be treated badly for many reasons. This is the best I can do. Mm -hmm. But, you know, he or she is so great in all these other areas. We rationalize. We justify, oftentimes out of fear. And I always like to say, if you are feeling your best, you are your most confident best self, and you feel really good, would you then be with this person? And that is a good Kind of a check-in question, because oftentimes people will say, absolutely not. Yeah, and a lot of that has to do with loving yourself and having self-esteem. If you're not afraid of being alone, if you have a good life that you've created on your own and you're happy with what you can do when you're able to take care of yourself and you're not dependent on anyone, then it's easier to say, okay, dude, you have put me down way too many times. See you later. Exactly. You know, it's, and it is a matter of self-love because I have to admit back in my past, 
I was in a couple of relationships where I felt desperate. I don't know if desperate was the word, but I really need, I was needy. Yes. And I, I stayed in relationships too long with guys who were critical, put me down or always keeping their eyes open for the other, the other better thing to come along. And I was like, Oh, well, I, I must make myself look better. I've got to dress better so that he looks at me and it's like, forget about it. That was a lot of therapy ago. (laughs) And so I would never be that way now. One of the advantages of age. Yes. And, and, and for taking, you know, care of myself, uh, as far as dealing with old issues and old patterns during therapy and self-help and, and transformational work. So important. It's not just age alone. It's not just time alone. It's doing the work. It's getting better all the time. It's the keep going aspect that I like to talk about. Mm -hmm. As long as we are improving and we are growing and we're evolving, we do make better choices. Mm -hmm. I can't even tell you some, oh my God, the bad choices I made and the relationships, (laughs) bad relationships I was in. Same thing. And look at, we all have our insecurities. You know, we're human and there is no human being that doesn't have an insecurity which is fine. It's perfectly human. And we want to accept that and appreciate this as part of who we are. We just don't want to act from that place. Mm -hmm. You don't want to act from a place of insecurity. Mm -hmm. And the definition I always like to give of mature love versus immature love is, and I didn't make this up. I don't know who did, but I think it's really a great way to put it is mature Mm -hmm. love is when we need somebody because we love them. Immature love is we love somebody because we need them. Mm. And -hmm. again, it's coming from a place of fear. It's coming from a place of resignation or settling. Mm -hmm. And it's not worth it. It is better to be alone than wish you were. And there's no reason to settle. Now, that's different than understanding that there are no perfect people. Yes. We all have our differences. We have our challenges. We have our flaws. That is going to be true with a partner that you're with, which is why it's so important to know the difference between the things that you want versus the requirements or the deal breakers. The deal breakers, they are not something to justify or rationalize when you know what they are. And that is something that isn't happening or is happening it is really important at that point to make a decision. And the decision is either to work through it. Look at, there are sometimes there's something that happens. We'll go with the example of the bad teeth, Mm -hmm. but it might be the way somebody talks to you. And if it's somebody who's really great or there's something really wonderful, they're worth saving. Maybe it is to go to couples therapy or to have Mm -hmm. a conversation. Mm -hmm. And if you have a good person and a good relationship that does mean just by definition, the good part that you have two people who are working together to do better and be better. And there's a partnership there. And if you have somebody's like my way or the highway, well, if you don't like it, then, you know, mm-hmm. that's just the way that it is. Then you say goodbye. I'll miss you. Yes. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. And it's not so easy to do sometimes if we've been lonely or we've been alone for a long time and we really want that companionship or maybe financially we're struggling and there's somebody who can help us financially, financially, emotionally, sexually. There's a lot of really great things about being in a relationship. And if we have been without one or we've been in a bad one, sometimes we don't make the best decisions. So the clearer we are about what's most important to us, the better our decisions we will make. What other deal breakers do you have? Uh, Another deal breaker for me is somebody who's just selfish and he doesn't take or he or she does not take into consideration anybody's feelings, 
there is no consciousness of what the results are from his actions. I, I don't like that. I need somebody who has an awareness in life. I need and really, really desire somebody who sees more to life than just this, you know, three-dimensional world that we're living in. He's, he, he's got to have a bigger um, perspective of life and consider what happens in the future. You know, it's like I think about the Native American philosophies of thinking seven generations ahead so that they're making good decisions now. They care about the future. They care about the, the future generations and about the world. I really need somebody like that yeah. to see, to take into consideration his actions and the results of his actions. So consciousness is really consciousness important for me. And empathy. And empathy. Yes, yes. So just an open-minded, loving being is very important. Closed-minded, selfish, and unloving. Forget about it. Yeah. And even just kind. Yes. You know, the example that a lot of people use, and I know I do, to see how somebody treats a waiter. For example. Exactly. Oh my gosh. If I see somebody mistreating a waiter or acting rude, I am so turned off. Yes. I'm so turned off. Yeah. Yep. So meanness. I mean, meanness is definitely not ever, it's really not ever okay. And and Mm -mm. I don't want that to be okay for anybody. Look at when sometimes when people get hurt in our relationship, we have a conflict or a misunderstanding. People can be mean, but there's a a line and you got to figure out where that is for you. It's like, okay, you know, hurt people, hurt people. We don't always act like our best selves when we've been hurt, but there is a line that gets crossed. Again, we're not always going to be just kind and sweet and wonderful. Sometimes we say some hurtful things and sometimes we act badly, but again, there is that line and that is more of an individual decision to figure out where that is, Mm -hmm. where it's not an individual decision where it is okay this is absolutely done is if there is abuse mm-hmm. physical or emotional or psychological and somebody is just really putting you down in such a way that that's not acceptable or tolerable mm-hmm. look at you might be able to have a conversation and say this is not ever going to work you have to stop that if you want to be in a relationship with me that will never ever be okay and maybe somebody can hear it and maybe they can do the work and never do that again it might be worth a conversation but if it's happening over and over again or you've had the conversation and it still happens then it is really essential to end that relationship it will not get better mm-hmm. chances are it will get worse especially if you're in the beginning i always like to say the first six months to two years, people are at their best. Yes. (laughs) So if it's not good the first six months, it will get worse. You can count on that unless you two are able to work through things and talk about things and make some changes. Again, we're not perfect beings. Sometimes we need to be shown the error of our ways so we can Mm -hmm. do better. And as long as you have a receptive partner who's willing to hear it, Mm-hmm. and make some changes and do better, then that's a great thing. That's yes. a good partner to have. Somebody who can hear you and do better. Exactly. And somebody willing to do that. I, if someone told me, if my partner told me I was doing something that was bugging him or that was unacceptable, I would really have to think about it and look at myself and say, is this something that I can change if I really want to spare this relationship? Yeah. Not easy, Absolutely. by the way. Right. It's right. not it easy would, to hear you're, that you're Mm-hmm. making somebody unhappy. Yeah, but I'd rather know. I'd rather know and have the option of fixing it than to either either be in misery or have a relationship end and, and find out too late that that 
is the problem. Exactly. So, so not only are you willing to hear and wanting to sure. hear as hard as that might be, you want a partner who is strong enough to hear about things that they're doing that are hurtful to you yes. so they can make that change. Totally. There are some people who won't be able to hear that. Mm-hmm. They will just defend mm-hmm. and they will explain and they yep. will tell you why you're wrong. Yes. Yes. <laughs> and there was probably a time in my life when I also uh, fell into that camp. But that takes maturity, yes. it takes work, it takes the the willingness to take responsibility. A lot of people just have not learned or they haven't matured to that point yet. So sure. maturity is definitely a, a must-have for me. So immaturity is a deal breaker. Yeah. What's another deal breaker for you? Well, I just want to also add to that if you're in your 20s, it's going to be different. Your needs are going to be different than somebody who is in their 50s. And we all need to evolve and grow. I think it is not necessarily somebody acting maturely or perfectly, but when they can understand some things that are upsetting to you or you can have a conversation and they're willing to at least consider it or take a look at it, then you know, I think that there's a possibility to be able to move forward. But you're definitely going to have a difference between somebody who is in their 20s and somebody who's in their 50s or 60s or 40s. And it doesn't mean that just because somebody's in their 40s, 50s or 60s that they are mature and wise. I know know many people and I've seen many people in their 60s who are, we'll just say, they have a lot of room to grow. And that's okay. There's Mm -hmm. nothing wrong with that. As long as you're willing to, again, understand the things that you can do and you want to do better. I mean, that's what we all want to do. That's a lifelong process. We're never done growing or learning. We always want to try to do better. And there are people in their 20s who are extremely mature. Mm -hmm. Maybe they had these really great, loving, evolved parents, and they showed them how to behave. And and I've seen them too. I I have some couples that I see that are really young and extremely mature. And so it's not just age, but it's also something to consider. You don't want to Mm -hmm. expect somebody in their 20s to act like somebody who has been around for a lot longer and done some work. So therapy is a great way to do it. It doesn't always have to be therapy. I mean, the deal breakers for me are a lot of the things that we're talking about. I I think also, you know, just... If you think practicality wise, I, if, if I'm going to be in a relationship with somebody, I want them to have the time and energy to devote to me and our relationship. Mm -hmm. So if somebody is all about their kids are their life. And there are people like if you're looking on them and say, my kids are my life. And I can appreciate that. I think that's lovely or sports. I live for sports. Okay. Good for you. Deal breaker. Yeah. (laughs) It's not that it's a bad thing. I don't think it's a bad thing. It's just for me personally, Mm -hmm. it's like, no, that's not going to work for me. I need lots of attention. I certainly appreciate somebody has their own hobbies and their own things that they're into and that they have their friends and their life and their work or whatever that, and their kids and whatever it is. And that's great. I want people to have a life that they enjoy and things that they enjoy. I just want there to be a space for us to spend time together and for me to feel like I am also a priority in their life. So when I think about some of my must-haves and deal breakers, one of the must-haves is that I get a lot of space. So in a way, you Mm -hmm. and I have uh, different needs. No, I don't Uh, think so. I need space too. Okay, that will not, yeah, I need a lot of space. Yeah, you might need more space than me, yes. I need a lot of space. Yeah. And it would probably be a deal, be a deal breaker for me if someone wanted to spend a lot of time. If they wanted to get together two or three times a week, I'm like, whoa. 
I just, uh, at this point yeah. in my life, I couldn't do that. I couldn't, I would be a bad partner for them. Yes. It's not so, what you want. And that's important to know what it is yes. that you are looking for. Uh, yeah. So look at, I think everybody likes some space and everybody likes some togetherness, but that really varies in so many ways. Yes. So it's a really good point you're making, making sure that whoever it is that you are going to be in a relationship with whatever kind of relationship that is, that you both are on the same page. Mm-hmm. Someone might just want a fuck buddy. Somebody, mm-hmm. Might want a potential marriage and lifelong partner. Uh, somebody might just want a companion and person that they can go out with a couple times a week. So mm-hmm. there's no right or wrong here. Exactly. But that is something for you to be really clear about. And when you are looking for someone to establish a relationship with, whatever kind of relationship that is to make sure that you're both on the same page. Because yes. if, if you are the person that you're interested in dating is looking for a fuck buddy and you are looking for a lifelong relationship, that's going to be a disaster. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So I think the important things that we're talking about here are one to really be clear about your needs, your requirements, your desires, and not to compromise those needs because that will always turn out badly. I mean, it really will. If it is a requirement or a need and you kind of turn your head or rationalize or justify whatever it is that's missing for you, in the end, it will be the reason that you break up or that you're unhappy. And that is pretty much across the board true. And there are some general principles here, again, if somebody is treating you badly or when you're with them, you feel worse than being without them and your lifestyles don't match up or you want different things. These are things that you probably want to end the relationship. But for the most part, it is very subjective and to understand for yourself before you start dating those things that are the deal breakers for you, which can be very subjective. Yes. <laughs> I mean, it's such a fun thing to talk about. And, you know, we could talk about dirty nails and the wrong shoes. And there could be all of those little things too. But ultimately, I think when we think about a lot of those things, there are probably more wants than needs or deal breakers. Get clear about the difference between the two. So much fun talking to you about this, Melanie. I know. I want to learn some more deal breakers from you when we're off the air because I'm sure there are some juicy ones. We each have our little lists. Probably. Anyways, we always appreciate you listening. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in to us. And we will be back soon. Thank you, Lori. Thank Thank you, you, everyone. Bye. Bye.